I'm April Cummings. Shortly after midnight, police received a report of a robbery that took place in the parking lot of a commercial premises on Eastern Avenue on Monday, the 25th of December. It was reported the victim parked his car in the lot to eat and rest when something woke him up. He got out of the car and says a man armed with a Phillips screwdriver tried to break in. The victim intervened and the assailant attacked him with the screwdriver. There was a shuffle and while that was underway, a second person got into the vehicle and started the ignition. The assailant ran to the vehicle and fled the scene with the other person driving south on North Church Street. The assailant described as a young man of dark complexion with two cornrows. The other person also described as being of dark complexion, also with cornrows. Police conducted a search and found the vehicle on Rock Hole Road in Georgetown. They say a 34-year-old man from Georgetown who was seated inside the vehicle was arrested on suspicion of robbery. A second male fled the scene. Police are investigating and request anyone with information to contact Georgetown CID at 949 42 you can also call police on their confidential tip line at 949-7777. Several members of parliament take aim at the National Conservation Council. Where does the CPA draw the line with regards to that council? Because it has been impacting development big time within the country. While discussing more than $10 million allocated to management of planning applications in the upcoming two-year budget, MP Chris Saunders and Parliamentary Secretary the Honorable McKeever Bush questioned the effectiveness of the National Conservation Council, which under its remit, comments on applications made to the Central Planning Authority with regard to any potential adverse environmental effects by development. From what you hear and you talk to planning and you talk to the country, the big problem that this country has is that council that they put in place. Time to change that council or we're gonna, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. In 2022, 463 of the 683 planning applications reviewed by the CPA were approved. For this year, 522 applications had been reviewed through early December, with 333 getting the green light. Mr. Saunders asked Planning Minister, the Honorable J. E. Banks, if there could be a merger of the boards to speed up the planning application process. Just about every application that goes into planning, NCC comments on. Even if it is just land clearing applications, every single thing. Whether they may come back and say they have no comments, but they still comment on it somehow. This is the body where we make laws, and I will strongly recommend to the minister to make the necessary changes to the necessary legislation to, to get it sorted. I've heard the, the member from Bodentown West loud and clear, and I, understand, I think that that he would um, give us his full support whenever any changes come down to the House, including the, the other members on the other side. The National Conservation Council was established under the country's National Conservation Act, which came into force 10 years ago, to promote and secure biological diversity and the sustainable use of natural resources in the Cayman Islands. A written statement on the matter strives to set the record straight. It says prior to the National Conservation Act, the Department of Environment was already being consulted by the Department of Planning, along with other agencies like the Water Authority and the National Roads Authority. The statement asserts the National Conservation Act added no real delay to the planning process, as the DOE normally has a three-week turnaround time, explaining that the act simply made the consultation on adverse environmental effects mandatory 
for all government entities contemplating any action or decision that would be likely to have an adverse effect on the environment generally. The statement also says the facts do not support the rhetoric behind the accusations of delay and doom and gloom, noting in the 10 years since the National Conservation Act was unanimously passed in Parliament, the pace of physical development has not slowed down, as evidenced by the ongoing construction boom. Of the 4,000 planning applications reviewed since 2016, the statement says the NCC has directed refusal for just 0.23 percent of the proposals. The National Conservation Council also this month issued updated guidance notes to reiterate that the Council cannot preemptively issue directions under Section 41.4, but that the originating entity must first seek the approval of the Council. Cayman's leaders meet with new and returning members of the immigration boards at a recent breakfast meeting. The Honorable Dwayne Seymour says immigration boards are central to safeguarding the island's economic, social, and cultural fabric while navigating the complexities of global migration. Boards are a crucial part of our national security framework. Their work forms a safeguard mechanism by stopping individuals who might pose a threat to our community from exploiting our immigration facilities. Minister Seymour told the board members he intends to propose several amendments to the Immigration Transition Act and the immigration regulations to streamline the application process, improve transparency, and enhance compliance. Cabinet approved the immigration boards on December 5th. Government is continuing efforts to meet targets as set out in the country's national energy policy. Member of Parliament and Deputy Leader of the Opposition, Joey Hugh, asked for an update as lawmakers were considering more than $9 million in the upcoming two-year budget for the procurement and maintenance of the government fleet. How the government is doing on the requirement under the national energy policy for, I think, 30% of the fleet to be electric. We are at about 12%. Um, we've shift so much to introduction of more hybrids than full electric. As you can appreciate, we're having some challenges with having full supported electric programs by our manufacturers on, on island. There's a few teething issues that we're working through. Director of the Department of Vehicle and Equipment Services, Stephen Quinlan, told MPs and Finance Committee to date, the DVES has vendors that have complied with the protocols under their manufacturers, but the department is still having trouble getting fully electric vehicles, hence the focus on high hybrids in the interim. To date we have over 35 hybrid vehicles introduced in the fleet over the last two years and we're continuing to grow that with the intentions of complying with the national energy policy. The new draft policy will mandate government set a target every five years for electric vehicle adoption. For more information you can visit gov.ky forward slash national energy policy. The Ministry of Health and Wellness says a new strain of COVID-19 is not a major cause for concern. Radio Cayman's Jevi Ebanks has the details. In mid-December, the World Health Organization classified the JN1 strain of COVID-19, a variant of interest. While it is a subvariant of Omicron, Cayman's Ministry of Health says their data indicates the strain does not cause severe disease. Along with being monitored due to its parent lineage of the BA. 286, another COVID-19 variant of interest, JN1 is being given special attention due to the increasing transmission compared to other strains. 
The Ministry of Health and Wellness says it expects respiratory illnesses will continue to increase over the course of the holiday season and in January due to travel, the influx of arrivals on island and an increase in the number and size of gatherings. As such, residents are reminded to practice respiratory hygiene, including but not limited to covering nose and mouth when coughing and sneezing, washing and or sanitizing hands before and after touching the nose, mouth and eyes, using masks when appropriate, and using tissues and disposing of them properly. The ministry also says that all persons who are suffering from respiratory infections, whether caused by COVID-19, influenza, or the common flu, are advised to remain at home if they're symptomatic, return to work after being symptom-free for a minimum of 24 hours, and to practice respiratory hygiene. Jevy Ebanks, Radio Cayman News. The Public Health Department is also advising the public that currently there are no COVID-19 vaccines available on island but the community will be notified when more become available. That is your latest local news. I'm April Cummings.